The Bane Warrens, a series of vaults beneath the city containing the most vile artifacts and fiends from an ancient era long forgotten. The walls of this dungeon are impervious to every attempt to breach them and every spell that tries to pierce through the vaults. And yet, here you stand, under the city streets, looking at a wall of the Bane Warrens with a magical black tear cutting through the stone. You have brought with you Mr. Hazelton, a member of the Wizards Guild, who have had visions of someone accessing the Bane Warrens. Now you must discover what is happening within this dungeon and seal it back up before ruin is brought to the city. You approach this wound in the wall into the Bane Warrens, and who is the first to step through? Elmon said he was. Elmon, you carefully sidestep and making sure not to touch this weird rift wound. Actually, and leap through. Leap through. Yeah, leap through, roll, jump up, pull out my oh God. <laughs> You do so. As Elmon does. <laughs> yeah. Elmon leaps through, rolls into the Bane Warrens, and stands up with his bow ready and an arrow knocked. Looking left, looking right, looking straight, looking up, looking down. And... He does uh, this before he brushes his teeth yes, every morning. absolutely. <laughs> it is a... Octagon room is what you find with a partially open silver door to the west and a fully open steel door to the east. The rest of your group, nowhere near as acrobatically, comes through the rift. Everyone makes it without trouble and touching anything black and starry. Uh, I want to say guide, but I don't know. You're archaeologist, researcher, Mr. Hazelton uh, definitely looks nervous. Uh, Avius, you're not getting the sense that he uses magic in the same way that you do. So mm -hmm. he doesn't have any armor spells cast. He doesn't look like he has anything prepared in that way. He's not okay. thinking about magic in combat terms at all. You've got that sense. Speaking of, I want to cast Earth Armor. All right. How long? That lasts a couple hours, doesn't it? Eight. Avius gets through the giant wound before casting uh, Earth Armor, then realizes, oh yeah, that probably would be a good idea. <laughs> a shimmer of armor coats you and then fades away back to your normal skin. I'm not 15 AC. Oh, that shields you with your cool abjuration and shield. And I have plus 19 points. Did you get that, Buck? Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> In this room, the Bane Warrens, you have now arrived. It is made of stone in slightly vaulted, oversized rooms that are not slightly, I would say 20 to 25 feet tall. The walls are made of a very smooth stone that is all of one piece. There are no bricks. There are no um, joints or anything. Perfectly smooth. The walls are also made of uh, a strange, slightly sparkly substance that the torchlight catches every so often. It's got like flavor crystals inside. <laughs> Is this reminiscent at all to the that that room that we discovered way back when? Where that the, started all this? Yeah. Which room? 
the, the one room with we the, ran into Morian with with all the all oh, right, right, right. Yeah, the undead. Uh, it is not like that at okay. all. Okay, it is not. You also have a a smell about the place of um, an old smell, but not a bad smell. And there's also an electrical um, uh, smell about the place as well, a static electrical smell. And there's also a feeling that all of you have that this is an imposing place. This is not a place that is uh, haunted or wants to hurt you or is demonic. It is a place that is sternly conveying through its magical essence None should be standing here. You you don't feel welcome. And again, it's not an evil presence. It's more of a stern, no one should be here. You find yourself in this octagon room. Uh, there were two exits I mentioned. Uh, it is bare of everything. Uh, all the floors and ceilings are have that beveled uh, shape to them that I mentioned. And there is a partially open silver door to the west and a fully open steel door to the east. All right, Rizzard, which way? Uh, he shrugs. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. My uh, research shows that uh, we should be on the lookout for any kind of plaques or, or markings. Do we see any? <laughs> None. <laughs> oh yes, that's right there. This guy's really helpful. Um, we should split up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back through the passage. We just went. You guys go whatever ways you want. Avius <clears throat> um, starts walking over to the partially opened silver door. Silver door. Um. All right, you're uh, over by that door. I think the party or. Yeah, I'm I've, following. I can't speak. For and Avius walks through. He walks through. The door opens very easily and very silently. The room, by the way, is uh, your octagon room that you're in is very loud. Each footstep, even your more quieter, I'm guessing Elmon's pretty darn good with stealth by default. Even the, the soft padding of Elmon uh, is very loud sounding, but there's a strange effect. Avius, as you step through this door, the sounds are incredibly much more muffled of your friends. Hmm. Um, you can even okay. hear Avius um, softly say, you know, this way, and you can't, Puck, you're just a few feet away. You can't hear him at all because he's just stepped through that door. And you follow him. It's a cone of quiet. <laughs> you have entered a... That up. I did. <laughs> Good job, Elmon. Um, you have entered a uh, room. It is a large chamber that has two levels. At the bottom level is a huge metal device like an iron tower topped with a brass sphere, and it rises 30 feet high, this chamber and this little tower does. Is that the level we're on? You are on the uh, top okay. section. The sphere level. Uh, around this strange sphere is an iron catwalk made of crosshatch grating that follows along the walls, and that's where you guys have arrived. Uh, there's an iron spiral staircase in one of the corners that joins the two levels. 
The small tower is essentially a cylinder about 10 feet in diameter, and there's a number of joined uh, metallic uh, extensions like the legs of an insect that extend from the tower and uh, connect to the ground or simply just jut out into the air towards the catwalk but never quite reach. Um, the sphere on top is about 15 feet across, and there's a series of curved plates that make up the sphere. It's made up of all these different segmented plates. And they are metallic? Yes. Um, there is only one apparent exit, and it is a wide 30-foot passage uh, further on uh, towards the west. Um, ooh, incorrect. There's also another passage to the uh, north on the top level. So the bottom level has a wide 30-foot passage to the west, and then there's a another one to the north on your level. Smaller one. What do you guys make of that sphere? In this room, can we hear it? Like you said, we couldn't hear from the other room, but in this room, can we hear each other? Uh, you can hear each other, and again, your voices kind of echo a bit. Each footstep on the catwalk metal is loud and clangy. Okay. <clears throat> the room again clean just like the other there's no dust this isn't an a dungeon that has been haunted or left to rot this place is almost sterile in nature uh, uh, in the in the words of the wisest man i've ever known uh nobody touched nothing <laughs> i don't remember saying that i would second what the bard says uh, uh real Yes? Uh, that thing you do with with the metal and the heating. No. Um, is that is that focused or uh is that uh, just kind of a free for all? Mr. Wizard, put put your hands in your pockets. I'm <laughs> oh, they are. There. <laughs> uh, it re requires some <clears throat> some effort on my part. But uh, what I'm asking is um, can you heat uh, specific things without heating others? Um, I don't know how to answer that. I didn't craft uh, the spell, yes I just no. learned it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, too bad we don't know. What was your idea? Uh, perhaps putting some heat onto this uh, sphere to see what happens, or the tower, perhaps. But not the catwalk, not the catwalk. I would say that's a terrible idea. I second the elf. We don't know what's could happen. Did I mention the just... wisest man I know? <laughs> I could kill just... us all. We don't know what could happen. Well, you're not touching it. <laughs> Let's head for that passage. Looking, pointing to the passage to the north. The smaller one? Yeah. Okay. And that's on our level. Yeah. Well, the catwalk we're on, are we able to get down Yeah, to there's the a bottom? little spiral oh, metal staircase. Okay. staircase. Yeah. Um, Which way? Let's stay on this level. Uh, yep. There's a bigger main passage down there. That's, I mean, I mean, I'm just, just suggesting, just throwing it out there. I'm fine with staying on this level. Bigger, bigger passage, bigger creatures. I'll stick with the small one. <laughs> Sometimes terrible things come in small packages. I, I agree. Look, and I look over at Puck. <laughs> 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 Shitty <laughs> grin at you. <laughs> 
fiddles with an eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, he wouldn't be fiddling a bean. Oh, fiddling yeah. oh. <laughs> Where do you head? It moves. Uh, I guess we're going to stay on this level then. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's do it. You step across loudly across the uh, catwalk area and towards the smaller northern passage and walk down it. It doesn't take long before it opens up into a room, another octagon-shaped room. You've come across no doors or anything keeping you out in any way. And this room is, I'd say about two-thirds of it, is covered in a uh, field of fast-moving, blackish cloud-like energy that's passing like this mass of uh, uh, energy that's over kind of at an angle that's covering what I say half two-thirds of the room and there is a box of metal and there is a lid that has come off and it appears to be emanating these strange grayish energy that moves quickly with little cloudy energy and you can see contained within this energy is a uh, bloody woman uh, dressed in the uh, clothing of the Lothian church. And she lies in the lap of another bloody dead woman who you immediately identify as Valian. Oh, Wait, dead? They're Valiants, uh, dead, uh, propped up against, uh, like, the far wall. Um, she's got her companions uh, lying, her head in her lap. They've got their armor on. They've been bloodied up. Uh, you see some weapons on the floor, and, all, and they're um, covered by this field. Um... Avis walks, so the chest is facing, is open, facing away from us. Correct. Uh, I want to walk up to the chest, and I jut my hand forward and use Gust to shut the lid. Okay. You <clears throat> do so. Is that a cantrip? Cantrip. Cantrip. The lid swings over, shuts down, and the projection of energy stops, and it fades away and the whole field dissipates. There's a little bit of a sound and it all goes quiet and you hear Valian take a deep breath. She is not dead. Oh, excellent. She breathes, she blinks, she looks. Come on, I'll pat Avius on the back. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Uh, Puck goes up to her to see if um, he can be of any help <clears throat> medically. Yeah, you absolutely can. Um, I do a level two cure wounds on her. All right. Uh, before I like touch her though, I'm like, like, do you, can I can I heal you? She nods weakly. Uh, four nine. That's not bad. Uh, some of her wounds close up. However, she appears to be extremely exhausted and and very drained. What happened to you? I followed the cult down here. Been tracking them for several days. How long have I been here? Uh, at least three that we know of. 
She gently lays her companion's head down on the ground. Is her companion actually dead? Her companion is dead. For reals? For reals. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about your friend. Gienda and I, we attacked them and slew a few, but they, uh, they certainly... The, the two of you could just come down together? Yes. Very brave. It was foolish. That too. She crawls just a few feet and picks up her uh, mace and then uh, uses the wall to get up onto her feet. You're in no condition to continue. You should head back. You didn't answer my question. How long have I been here? Three, four days. She shakes her head. I... I tried to stop them. We tried to stop them. They've... <clears throat> they found a, a doorway. Several of the cultists, we... We attacked and they still got through this door. They used a powerful magic I've never seen before. I, they used a, a ring, a ring of power that granted one single wish. And what was the wish? Their wish was to gain access through a sealed door. Further into the Bane Warrens, there was a tremendous boom and a tremendous crack when the door opened, and even with the power of that wish, it remained open for only a few seconds. But several of the cultists and their weird, thin-haired leader raced inside, and the door closed behind them. I hand, um, Valian? Yeah. A greater healing potion. Take this. This will help you. She takes it and does not drink it, but stores it. <laughs> you didn't say when. Like the way she thinks. Yeah. Where where was where was the door? <clears throat> it's down on a lower level, just just beyond here. She points in the general direction of the lower thirty foot wide passage. Uh, I'm gonna need that back unless you're gonna drink it right now. <laughs> Leave her, leave her. I can give you another one, wizard. Leave her alone. But you're right. I am no condition to keep going. Is the way back clear? Yes. Yes. No one followed you? Just these three. <laughs> Four. That's oh. the wizard. She, one of us is an imposter. <laughs> she grabs her friend and does a little fireman carry. Um, wait here. I'll be right back. And I'm going to escort her to the exit of the Bane Warrens. All right. Um, she heads out. And as she, uh, you help her get her friend, uh, through the breach. Yeah, I'll carry her friend. All right. You know, I'll ask if I may. You do, carry so. Carry her friend and then. You help get them both out of the breach and she takes her friend back. <sighs> <clears throat> Treat these cultists violently when you come across them. Take them down for me. Worry not. She nods. We're full of violence for these cultists. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, walks off down the narrow passage. I hurry back. You rejoin your friends. I'm assuming we're at the end of the passage up 
top here? Yep. Okay. Um, before departing this particular room, just uh, checking for the plaques that were mentioned. Um, anything of note? Uh, no plaque. Uh, what, what plaques? Plaques and markings that uh, Hazleton had mentioned. Oh, no, you don't see anything like Nothing that. How, how big is that chest? The box? Yeah, the it's box. It's pretty small. Maybe like twice the volume of a shoebox. Mm. No. <laughs> you should not take it. Well, I don't know. Should we, though? I just want to leave. I take the twine that was wrapped around that note. Okay. And I tie the... I'm assuming there's a latch on the box. Sure. I, I tie the twine. Mr. Hazleton speaks up. I would not touch anything here unless absolutely necessary. We must... We must get close, we must investigate, we must research, but uh, the Banes, whether this is one or not, you don't want to deal with. There are no treasures here for us. Oh, I'm not, I'm not anticipating this as a treasure, but as a weapon. He steps back. <laughs> um, I, I... I tie the latch with the twine. Okay. You feel a bit of energy um, spark out when you touch it, and you may make a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, you take no damage. You just feel a little bit of a jolt, and you feel a little bit of darkness across your fingers. Um, and if you would, on your character sheet, write down one point of corruption. Okay. Oh, you sons of bitches. Don't look at me. Oh, you got one, too. Ah. <laughs> oh, it has a little bite to it. <laughs> it's a mimic. <laughs> uh, well, yes, I believe you are right, Mr. Hazelton. Uh, everyone, don't touch anything. I'm like shaking my hand, <laughs> wiping my fingers on. on my robe. Ghost scream every time he touches. <laughs> Trying anything. to press to digitate myself. <laughs> well, let's move. Let's move on. Okay, you guys head on. Where are you headed to? There were two more ways to go: the giant passage to the west, or back out towards the fully open steel, steel door. door. I just shoot arrows. Uh, one of you smart people figure this out. I say we go down through the big passage. Yeah, works for me. All right. You guys walk down the metal staircase, creaking. Try to do it quietly. Creak very loudly. <laughs> and you walk down the passage as the puck taking the lead. Again, as you walk through there, the creaking of the last person, which I think is Elmon, yeah. um, you don't hear at all. You look back and you see him silently going down, but then once he it's enters so the passage, the, his steps get loud. Yep. Nah. The passage ends and dumps out into a I say narrow, but it's relatively speaking, it's maybe 40 feet by 100 foot room. Again, beveled edges seems to serve not too much of a function, 
Um, there is a exit of a passage to the south, but more importantly, to the west is a giant steel door 10 feet high. It's not too giant, eight feet wide that bars the way to the west. This door shimmers with a blue sheen with delicate traceries of mystic ruins covering its surface. The sheen seems to fill in the hairline gap between the door and the stone sill like mortar made of light. The door stands out as both an incredible construction and one woven with incredible magic. It is the largest concept of a magical seal um, you have ever seen before. In front of the door lie the corpses of four mutated men and women with strange shiny purple extensions jutting out of their body. And that is what's in this room. Don't touch him, wizard. Look at this! This is what Valian was referencing, I assume. I assume so as well. And there's blood on here. Just totally contrasts with the rest of the the, the being warned you've walked through. Uh, Avius is just in looking over these four dead bodies. Okay. And then Mr. Hazelton is checking out the door, and checking out the seams and you, touching what, things. And what do you make of this? Uh, he is, <laughs> Mr. Hazelton. <clears throat> I believe this is a a sealed door towards the uh, more inner vaults of the main warrens. Can you get through it? Heavens no. Did you not hear what the lady said? But you're you're a powerful wizard. Uh, This is beyond capabilities. I've said it so many times, but it is impossible to get through this door. It is designed by Daynarm many years ago to never be opened by anyone but him. It is not possible. Mm-hmm. Our friend upstairs saw people go through it. I know. That is quite worrisome. If they're in there, I'm very worried about what they may find and what they might do. Are these all cultists? Each one of these? It appears to be. He bings some little purple ribcage thing sticking out of the body. Is there (laughs) anything else lying about around them or... uh, Some weapons that don't seem to be of interest and blood from the fight. And then you can see um, some trailing... Blood of uh, Valiant and her uh, ally when they got away. Mm. Or somewhat got away. Uh, and Mr. Hazelton again <clears throat> is just touching the door. I, if I didn't know any better, and I'm uh, obliged to believe someone uh, is the champion we saw, that lady, I would say that this seal has never been broken since it has been sealed. But here, and he shows blood leading right up to it and apparently going through that seal. This would suggest otherwise. Just a few days old by my best count. Well, if they 
are to be stopped, then there should be a way. I know of no one. This is sealed beyond recognition. We have another door. Yeah. Uh, well. We we might need to employ uh, the Church of Lothian. They have some powerful wizards. And warriors. Who just mm. left. Yeah. Well, they were here by themselves. <laughs> you go find her and she's like, I don't know if you've been keeping score, man, but we just got our asses kicked. <laughs> but for now, yes, let's go. Let's butt out Cullen even. <laughs> you said there's a passage to the south? Correct, right from this area. All right. All right. It just loops yeah. around and goes around the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's still here. What? All right, you guys head south? Yeah. You head south. It is a... Is it a bigger passage? No, it's very small. Ugh. Not small enough to affect you that much. Right. It is small, though. You go single file. But it curves. You have no line of sight past 10 feet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it goes maybe 30, 40 feet, and then it branches out left and right to a series of doors, almost like uh, cells, if you will. It's kind of got that motif. There are one, two three, four of these doors, all four of them are open. All right. One. Mm. Slowly, Elmon will kind of push past a little bit, sword and shield out. Okay. And kind of poke his, stealthily poke his head through. Okay, so you've got a, if you're looking at the doors, there's Uh, a door one on your right, Two closer on your right, three on your left, and four door four far on your left. And just going door to door as the first door he comes upon. Which one is it? One, two, three, or four? Are they? You're going to go left or right? Left. Left. You go to the left door, and how are you opening this door? I thought you said they were all open. They are all they are all open, but not wide open. They're ajar, let's say. So Elmon is not touching the door. Okay. But so they open in I'm not touching you. the passageway. They open out. So just looking through the uh, whatever opening is available. Okay. You can see there is a lit room just beyond it that does not appear to be too large, maybe 20 by 30, 20 by 20, but you can't see, you can see only a, a quarter of the room from this angle, and it does, appears to be completely empty from this quarter. Open with your sword. Be careful, but you must know if they've been here. Come on, I'll take a sword and... This is your magical rapier? Yes. Mildly magical rapier. Yes. You creak... (laughs) (laughs) It's so apprehensive. (laughs) You creak open the uh, door. Nothing happens. You look inside. It is a 20 by 30 chamber that is complete. Completely empty. Where's the Where's the light coming from? It is uh, coming from two sources that are on the far upper corner. These are also twenty feet tall. They're very tall rooms, also beveled. Uh, in the corners, uh, there are globes of white light uh, that are magical, continual light spells. Okay, nothing here. And move on to the next one. Go to the next. Move on to the next one. You peek through. Do the same thing. Yeah. It yeah, appears peek through first, and then it appears I don't to be see empty. Anything. You open, open it up. It also is empty and also lit by two lights on the far mm-hmm. side. You know the next door? 
You go to the next one. You can see as you peek through, this one is not empty. Okay, lovely. <laughs> there is some sort of chain on the ground, and there are uh, there is a light. It is a bluish light, and it is kind of sputtering from this angle. You have not opened the door fully. Okay, I'm on a like signal, like you know, in there. And <clears throat> shrug a little bit and then start to push open the door. Okay. You push open the door. Effectively. Inside is a, <laughs> a 20 by 30 chamber with several chains lying on the ground. And in the middle is a long metal box, not unlike a lidless coffin. It's propped up on a stand at about a 45 degree angle. Um, there are inset amethysts in its four corners, and uh, it has just a bit of an ominous vibe to it, and that's all you can see from here. Does it have a, a lid that's, like, propped open? Nope. No. Okay. And it's empty. There's nothing in it. Correct. The, the, the amethyst. Yeah. And those are like inset in the actual. Correct. We're going to leave those amethysts alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's get a closer look. What are the, the chains? Are they attached to it? They were attached to it. Um, and they're long, maybe 15 feet long chains. You're not sure the function. Does it look like they were at one time maybe wrapped around it? It could be. And there's no <laughs> lid anywhere in no this No lid. And the... Crazy wizard wants to go. Yes. Don't touch anything. What do you, what do you make of this? Uh, he scoots in, but doesn't want to take the full lead. Wants someone close by. Avius, Avius walks beside him. All right. The two elderly men approach. <laughs> and you come up to this, uh, this box. As you get closer, Avius, you can see there are six pairs of leather straps in a fashion that suggests oh. something or someone was okay. confined within. All right. You can also see some uh, faint emanating uh, purplish smoke that dissipates before it gets too close. Okay. And there is some writing on a plaque um, that is attached to the uh, box. Mr. Hazelton. Uh, yes. Do you see this? Um, keep an eye on the smoke, if you would. Uh, sure. He kneels down low <clears throat> with his right hand. He draws a cut in the sky, and there's a tearing motion, and an image of a warm little study appears of just a few feet, and there is a pedestal with a book, and he reaches his hand in and starts moving pages and moving pages, and he looks at the uh, plaque, which is written in a strange language, and he can't make sense, and he goes back a few pages. Um... Yes. This says this is the resting place of one Tavin Zith. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh. Well, it looks like he's awake. Yeah, so it would seem. Uh, he's been freed, apparently. <laughs> I don't think we should clean things up. Uh, why don't we just leave this here? I, I agree. We've ran into this guy. We know what he's capable of. 
Perhaps we can subdue him and bring him back here. Well, uh, assuming he has not passed through that uh, magic door. Oh. And uh, he closes up his little tear and puts his book away. One one room left. Let's go. One room left. This one is also not empty. Lovely. And Elmon, you were pushing on the door with your sword again? Well, I look in first before touching anything. All right. I'm just looking into the ajar, you know, whatever I can okay. see. Sure, sure, sure. You can... Before s- disturbing the room. You can see uh, nothing, but it is a black room that is sparking electrically. So you see like that white flash and you can hear zip, zip. Uh, okay. Something's going on. Do you on. see? Zip, zip, zip. <laughs> you know what that means. I suggest a bow. Uh, um, um, we'll push the door open with the sword. All right. You push the door open. Inside, you see a metal pentagon on the floor of this 20 by 30 room uh, with another one on the ceiling with metal protrusions that stick out of each of the corners of the pentagons on the bottom and the top. And these pentagons are lightly spark um, electrical energy. They're doing it in a random fashion of no sense, except the tops and bottoms do go in unison. So whatever, oops, whatever ways they go, they go. Um, and there's also a plaque on here and you see nothing on the walls, nothing on the ceiling. Um, there's no other exits at all here. Well, read the plaque. Um, Mr. Hazelton goes over to this. He says, as he cracks open a rift and starts paging through his book again remotely, he says, thankfully, I'm hoping this is the only breach that has ever been made. To the main wards, we are in the uh, outer vaults, and there are many of them. And he turns another page and sees some strange writing. Ah, I don't recognize the name. Says this. Let me get the translation. In uh, this is the eternal prison of the dark slaver, Periel. Who? Periel. Why is that familiar? Uh, spell that. Uh, P-I-R-E-A-L. Um, I think you mean, uh, Pyreal. Oh, uh, yes. That could be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also not here. Uh, no, not but we do know where he is. You do? Yes. Uh, yet another who will need to be collected. Uh. <laughs> that's, that's an obvious sign. Yeah. Um. Uh, he's quite. We'll, we'll circle it, back on that one. We'll there, put a pin. Is there any more information on this uh, pyreal? We'll call that Plan B. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me look. And he starts going through his pages and back. No, Eternal Prison, the Dark Slaver. Pyreal. 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 It's been a few minutes. You've explored much of the southern uh, 
vaults and exits that you could find and you are now back in kind of the more central chamber that had two floors with the iron grating above it and Mr. Hazelton is sitting down with his feet dangling off the edge of the second floor grating and he's inspecting that sphere on top mounted on top of that tower oh what do you make of this I sense uh, these symbols here. There's one per panel um, are in a language I still don't understand. He's got his hand through his portal, going through his book. But uh, this one is a uh, shape of a dragon, which I can't quite understand. And this one here is, is of a titan. Hmm. Uh, well, that's something to go on, no. I don't think this is any kind of bane. It is not locked up. Uh, I would even say this is some sort of device, some sort of contraption that was never completed. Oh, not completed? It's unfinished. There are panels that are missing, and I have no idea what's going on inside of it, but there's sections that don't match other sections. (laughs) (coughs) Um, is it possible that this is a map of the Bane Warren? I'll I'll keep looking, I'm not sure. And he slides around some panels very carefully. And, um, it's, again, the sphere-type concept, but it's got those early 80 polygonal sides to a sphere might have, so it's more of a dodecahedron. And then each of those have different panels that can come off of this little brass ball. And those have a single rune on them or, again, some of these uh, images that he's spotting on there. Can can Avius make any sort of investigate, some sort of check to see if anything he knows about where they've been in the Banes might match? Correlate to that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, make a... Jeez. I'm making Arcana roll. Arcana? Okay. Ooh. Oh, it's a 10. All right. You don't see any correlation or anything at all, and you're having a little bit of trouble seeing the dragon shape, really. Yeah, okay. Not quite sure what he's getting out of all this. Well, well, I suppose um, while you're here with us, we do have one other door to go through. We do? Yes, yes. Um, Don't we? The, the silver door, the steel one. Or the steel door, yeah. Yes, the steel door. I've already been in there. There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I would like some more time with this, but uh, I think we shouldn't tarry here. Yes, uh, I think we should just uh, see what we can while we can. Yes. Oh, all right. He closes up his little rift to his book and stands up and goes where you guys take him. Where are you headed? Maybe he grabs him by the hand and okay. leads him towards the steel door. Oh, thank you. What's the blindfold for? Fifty <laughs> <laughs> shades of gray and grayer. <laughs> you head towards the east, back kind of out the way you came until you are at the one of the initial branching points uh, here in the Bean Warrens, and there is the door that heads out to the east. 
double check that one. Yeah. Uh, it's a steel door that is wide open. And can we see in past the doorway? Yes, it is a passage just like these, very clean, very uh, beveled, very tall. It goes maybe 30, 40 feet and then takes a sharp turn to the right. Okay. Shall we go? Let's go. Let's. All right, and what's the order again? The marching order? How big is this passage? Uh, 10 feet wide, 20 feet tall, 40 feet long. I'm gonna go first. Um, bow drawn. Okay. Avius and Mr. Hazelton arm in arm. All right. Follow behind Avius. I mean, uh, hold on. Did you just do it to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, unless Real has objection, Puck will go last. All right. Okay. What? I was. I wonder if we should ever go back to the place where we originally met Morian. If that would yield any. We have. And there was nobody there. I don't think we went inside. Oh, no. No, Sorry. no, no. We went to I the Necropolis. The, the, the Lady Witch. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, where we originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what, what that would yield. I don't know. Now's probably not the time. Yeah. All right. But yeah, it's a Who's thought. In front of me? It's, a, it's a thought. Put a. Huh? What? Yeah. Uh, is in front of me. And Hazelton. Uh, Real will tug upon your robe, making sure not to loose it. But uh, uh-huh. to get your attention. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yes, Real. There's there's much talk of, of Pyreal. He was the one on the boat. Uh, uh yes, Pyreal. Pyreal. Yes, your friend. The one who talked to you and none of us. Yes. That's why I'm talking to you. Uh-huh. Um. I, 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 is he the one that we're, we're talking about? Well, uh, he's the only Pyreal that uh, I know of. Um, uh, he is, uh. You know him? G- uh, what? I've, I've. Oh, um. I've, I've talked. Shit. You've <laughs> talked with him? Um, uh, no, no, not, not really. Yes? He. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, he, he, he. Real tries to mimic what, what Pyreal looks like or Pyreal looks like, and, uh, and he walks like this and. Dark slaver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he, uh, he's not much of a talker, really. You've interacted with this dark slaver? Well, we, uh, to, to be fair, we, uh, yes, uh, we, we didn't know at the time uh, that he was either dark or a slaver. So then you know where to find him. We need to not only continue to know what has been uh, taken or set free, but we need to get back what has been and prevent future uh, losses within the Bane Warrens. And you know where one of these Banes is, this slaver. Hey, he's not a bad guy, really. When you get to know him, eh. Is it possible that one of these could have a change of heart? I sincerely doubt it. Well, but you also believe that it's impossible to breach the Bane Warrens, so I do have to say that you're 
Your judgment is somewhat suspect at this point. And what, what, <laughs> what, what good would it do to put him back in here if it's still breached? Shouldn't we figure out how to contain it before we put anything back in it? Uh, that is certainly something to talk about once we can figure something out. And I've been thinking about that, but I haven't quite come up with the answers have yet. You, have you asked any of your little buddies in the, the reverse uh, pyramid? You mean my revered guild members <laughs> of the inverted pyramid? Yeah, your little buddies. <laughs> reverse triangle. I think he works there alone. <laughs> It's not a pyramid scheme. It's multi-level marketing. You pay me, I pay others. Mr. Hazleton, is your last name Ponzi? Uh, Rill uh, continues to tug at uh, Avius's robe, bringing him down lower to his level to whisper in his ear. Avius bends down. What? Uh, uh, if if this is the one that we're talking about, um, Pyreal seemed very interested in in what he called the unbreakable seal, which which I think is the door that we've been talking about. Yes. Uh, he wanted to be fetched. He did. This is true. But uh, I, I don't know about Mr. Hazelton, so I'm telling you. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, well, I think uh, once we're finished here for uh, the time being, um, this will be uh, something that just the four of us do. Uh, while Mr. Hazelton goes back to his, uh, his residence. Uh, and Rill steps away and kind of beams a smile at Mr. Hazleton and falls back in a line. All right. Are we done chit-chatting? Well, we've been walking. <laughs> um, yeah. You round that corner and it goes another 40, 50 feet and ends in a door that is also a steel door that has been... Uh, blockaded on this side with some uh, wood, big thick wood beams that have been pushed up against and uh, some crude stones that have been wedged at the bottom section to try and prevent the door from being uh, opened. Well, that's interesting. Does it show signs of being forced beyond any normal measure? Uh, nope. Uh, it's just stone. You just have two of these big, thick wood beams with rocks trying to keep them in place, wedged, angled up against this door. That's a duplicate of this um, door you just came through earlier. So, somebody is not trying to prevent us from getting in, but rather prevent something or someone from getting out. And Elmon, you're up first. You can see this wood and stone thing look uh, very, very new. And it's recent. I'd say 20 minutes. <laughs> well, oh. Uh. If anybody built this, it's pro- probably the cultists. Maybe they're trying to keep somebody that could help us out. Or, or somebody. Optimism. Or somebody who could uh, <laughs> destroy them. Yeah. 
Wouldn't they, if they were trying to destroy them, wouldn't they be on our side? I think it would be rather indiscriminate the of guys. the destroyer. Uh, I won't hurt you. Open door. <laughs> <clears throat> Don't mind the tentacles. <laughs> well, we, we must go on. We have to go on. Must we? You were not uh, too enthused about going on before. We must see, as I said, what has been. Okay, okay. Oh, if this door you like a cracker? is closed beyond this silly wood, then do not proceed any further for, for certain. But if someone, an outsider, has come through, we must know what is beyond. Okay. Uh. <laughs> he tries uh, uh, to lift. Fuck, I'll help him. Uh, I'm still contemplating the wisdom of this. All right. Yeah. And I, and as like he's doing that, Elmon sort of motions for the other three. Wisdom check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Avius is helping him. Okay, well, I'll, I'll 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 drag Avius forcibly by the robe then. All right, Avius has been forcibly dragged over with Rill. <clears throat> what? 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 We could leave temporarily. Speak to our friend on the nettle. Or Rill's friend on the nettle. Dark slaver. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, I wouldn't quite present to him that way, but um, before proceeding further, I believe it would be wise if we had more information. Okay. Wanted to get that out. <laughs> so, so what are we just gonna? You are indemnified. Out there, Puck. You're helping with the rocks. Okay. I do love saying I told you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's a big bang, and one of the beams comes sliding down, and... We're going to die. I told you that the last monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff is pulled aside, and then Puck and the old man uh, are able to... Well, really, Puck, are able to get uh, the other uh, stick... A beam and a boulder at a little rock. Will is keenly watching to see if a sprig of water shoots through the door at <laughs> any point. There's no water coming out. It better not be. <laughs> We're safe. Um, is and there a handle? There is a handle. And Mr. Hazelton sees that handle and takes three big steps back. Oh. Oh. Uh, why the hesitation? I certainly would not care to be the first. Oh, oh, understand. Elmon. <laughs> everyone, everyone in this room turns and looks <laughs> at Elmon. Uh, I'm going to go up and, um, I guess, get a hold of the door handle and kind of hold his bow in one hand and with an, with an arrow, you know, kind of between his fingers. and. Elmon's like, yep, it's closed. You didn't even touch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to go. <laughs> You grab onto the door, and there's a little handle section, and you pull, and it comes open with ease. There is no screeching sound. The hinges appear to be well um, oiled, and it swings. It's a little heavy, but it swings open this thick steel door. Got a bad feeling about this drop. <laughs> and beyond, <laughs> you can see there's a 30 by 40 room that is kind of curved upwards towards a central uh, circle area. And you can also see there is, yeah, you can see, on the other side is another 
a narrow 10 foot hallway, 20 feet tall that goes on, um, on the other side of the room. Oh, on the inside of the door, is there any, uh, steel door? Are there any dents looking like somebody's been trying to get through it? Uh, make an investigation roll. <clears throat> what the fuck? An eight. Eight. So you see no visible damage. Good. I'm on all step into the room. All right. Arrow knocked, ready to go. Bow it like like semi ready. Um, you do so. You see, there are four light, uh, uh blackish but faint, hard to see until you get closer in. Uh, actually, you can't even see it with your dark vision. You can only see it when the torchlight gets in there. You can see four faint blackish uh, beams that gently go down about uh, maybe based around the center circle, maybe about 10 feet apart in a square type vertices, if that makes any sense. How, how tall is this room? Uh, this room is all 30 feet tall. And does... Doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah. Avius <laughs> <laughs> uh, beckons Mr. Hazleton and they begin to approach that center area of the room. All right, you can see there's a plaque up ahead. Excellent. I'm on skirting the perimeter of the room. All right. You can see there's another little hallway down there, and you can hear a noise coming from down that hallway, and it's kind of this staticky buzz of And it's a little faint, which means it could be very loud in this weird environment. Uh, Elmon will turn and kind of signal to everybody to be quiet, pointing towards the... um, Passageway. Okay. Mr. Hazelton, that means be quiet. <laughs> of course. And he makes a big tearing noise <laughs> as he opens up his portal. <clears throat> and you can come up to the oh. To, oh. to the plaque. Elmon's signaling for everybody. Oh, they're oh. at the plaque though. Yeah, we're, we're plaque. I know Elmon's signaling. <laughs> away from the plaque and come. You're being ignored at least by Mr. Yeah, Hazelton. Yeah, uh, that's fine. He wants to get this plaque done. Yeah. You want to read the plaque? They're plaquing it. Uh, uh, Puck will come over to you. All right. Real? I will stand at Elmon trying to figure out what he's doing. Okay. I, I watch Puck and I wander over. Okay. <clears throat> um, He gets out his book. He starts uh, flipping through and says, ah, this one is a bit of a challenge. And then one of the... Uh, thin cylinders, if you will, of that falling gray um, energy coalesces into immediate form of a uh, dark ghost. And it hovers there and it watches the two of you, Avius and uh, uh, we, Hazleton. We notice this? Yes. It goes, shh. Uh-huh. This thing, it's hovering there maybe about five feet off the ground. Just watching. Just watching. Not doing anything. Not doing anything. Okay. Um, and, um, Hazleton's oblivious to it. He is. Um, uh, maybe the other chapter. Hold on. Yes. Uh, uh, do hurry. Don't rush. Uh, knowledge. Uh, well, sometimes. Don't knowledge either. Reading is fundamental. So is staying alive. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, Elmon and crew, the rest of you are on the other side. Here at the other side of where you came in, there's this again, this other passageway, this weird crackling noise you can hear, and then you 
briefly look, there was no sound when that ghost coalesced. You can see this thing um, hovering not too far away. Does, to Avius, does it look familiar at all? Or reminiscent of anything um, he's seen before? Make an arcana roll. Yeah, 12, 13. 13, you do not recognize this. Okay. Well, uh, what have we? Have we what? Uh, please do uh, try and make haste. With a weird, raspy voice, the ghost speaks. Common? It's looking at them, right? The old man? Yes. Okay. A language that Avius understands? Uh, yes. Okay. It speaks. And it says to, uh, yeah, you, Avius, you're only giving it the most attention. <coughs> Excuse me. It says, we will awaken his queen, Lysiar, and she will release her beloved Armies of death and shadow will spell across this world once more. And points a finger and turns and rotates 90 degrees. And you will suffer, Yabael. <laughs> and uh, the other one forms oh, into a ghost. Another one forms into a ghost. And all four of those beams have formed into ghosts. And they start swarming at your party. Which which of our party? Let's find out. You find yourself, at least the inner group of Avius and Hazelton, surrounded by four black wraiths. These creatures are closing in on several of you, and we'll have that happen in just a moment. And also, more of that um, blackish... Uh, uh, energy comes down, but instead of in a, a, a condensed uh, cylinder from the ceiling, it's more of a wafty wall section, and that's what this various stuff is here on the map. It does not uh, hinder your movement at all, but it does block line of sight. It's a curtain of blackness that you cannot see through. Okay. Is the challenge. Um, so you can certainly walk through it, you just can't see. Um, so, with that in mind, let's roll some initiative, shall we, and see what happens. New combat roll initiative. Elmon, you're up. Shocker. Uh, shoot one undead king, and you just can't get away from it. <laughs> um, Elmon's, um, with the arrow already knocked, the... Can he actually see the globes of darkness that are like like the globes that are creating this curtain? N uh, no, there's no source. Uh, there's no source at all. No source. So he couldn't like shoot it out. No. Okay. All right. Very well. Um. So which one was the one that's that that talked a bunch of crap? All right. The one closest to you over he there. He dies first. All right. Very good. Um. So, bonus action will be to put a hunter's mark on him. Okay. And I will. You have, he would have some cover, but you've got your cool ability, so you cancel right. it. Nice. Um, and I will actually, nope, no magic arrow. Cover enough. from what? 
Uh, the, this, black, the black, black smoke, smoke stuff oh. right there. Okay. And normal shot goes out. Okay. Good luck. 19. 19 hits. He tries to get out of the way and you still get it in. Eight points of damage. Eight points. On the first attack. Done. Shoot. He's hit. again. 27. Is definitely a hit. Sixteen points of damage to the same guy. Shot. That is correct. All right, all right. Hold on one second. I got to bring up their stats, which I forgot to do. Here, 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 and here. All right, one more time. What was the damage on him? Second one. Second uh, hit. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, sure. All right. Sixteen damage. Boom. You have hit two shots. Shunk, shunk. And you can move if you want. And real, you're up. Um. Mm. Eh. Oh, how about this? This may or may not affect things. You can hear heavy booted footsteps charging down this passage you're right next to. The one we just came through? The one you're, you came through this door. Oh. Heavy booted footsteps are coming this way. Good times. Is there a door or anything? There is no door. All that's there is another block of that misty stuff that blocks vision. And we could walk through that? Yes. Okay. I'm going to um, head towards the corner closest to, uh, yeah. Got it. Real. Kind of put himself there in the corner facing out. Nobody puts Elma on the corner. Except for Elma. He uh-huh. put himself there. Uh, I will uh, close into Elmon uh, with my movement. Okay. Uh, One or 25. 25. There we that, go. That gets you there. Are right, you getting closer to the wounded wraith? <clears throat> uh, and uh, to the further away one. There? Yes. Okay. Unwounded uh, one. <clears throat> I will see if he finds the antics of a living halfling to be hilarious. You're casting some hideous laughter. This is hideous, wisdom. Hideous laughter, wisdom. He's not too bad. Uh, 13. He will succumb. Oh. He finds the living to be hilarious. Uh, let's see. Something of his former life. <laughs> he's immune to that, that, that. Doesn't say he's immune to laughter. Um, yeah. Yeah, I Far think on. you're good. Hold on, just let me double check. What was that spell again? <clears throat> Tedious laughter. Hideous yeah, laughter. yeah. Um, concentration enchantment. It does not say that it is charm. If you're good. And its intelligence falls into place. I'm, I yeah. thought since it spoke, so. Uh, yeah, the creature uh, <laughs> appears to enjoy the scene. It's not giggling per se, but just more of this. <laughs> like you, like it's totally. It's just won the battle. It's already celebrating, and it's totally distracted as to what's going on. Alrighty. All right, nice. Um, and that's one of those things where at the end of its turn, it can try and get its turn back, right? Okay. I believe so. Next up in third place is Puck. Yeah. Of all people. Uh. I'm going to uh, cast Eldritch Blast at the closest one that's All right. wounded. Against the wounded one. With a 17. Okay, and what kind of damage is that? That is force damage. All right, you hit him. Um, I take it back. You miss him. With a 17. Yeah. Oh. Um, actually, I need to take that back. I'll let you re-roll on everything. You have no line of sight on that guy. But with... He's... The, he's I've, this is... I have... Okay, He's so inside. 
Right there will work. Perfect. Right okay. You take a couple steps, and then you can let you make the shot again. With a 19. 19? <clears throat> hits. You pierce through the little mist. It twirls like a plane going through it with a vortex. Uh, 14 damage. And boom! You hit him 14 points of force damage, you said. Mm-hmm. Got it. 14. All right. Um... Next up, got it. Next up, barreling through the mist in the corridor you're heading comes a ghost knight, a metal suit of armor with ghostly black apparition contained within. This beast. Uh, has a huge battle axe that it wields with one hand and a shield in the other, and it comes charging in. It's ready to come charging in like 30, 40, 50 feet, do some huge charge attack, but it just stops when it stumbles across this little goblin uh, right next to it at the entrance and comes smashing down with some axe attacks. Axe attacks. Puck, you are attacked for 11, 23, 17. Uh, the latter two hit. Latter two hits. Shoot, shoot. You are hit for seven points of slashing and 10 points of necrotic. And then seven points of slashing and 10 points of necrotic. Whoa. Huh. Okay. Shoot, shoot. All right. Next up is one of the race. <clears throat> One of these race closes in and reaches out and uh, tries to grab hold of the back of the head of Mr. Hazelton. Um. Yes. Hold on. Okay. Good. And misses. Okay. He goes, ah, and uh, almost starts to roll down a bit of the area and dodges the attack. The next one to go is Avius. Okay, question. Uh, When a spell is applied to self, does that include anyone engaged or touching me? No, self is you only. When uh, a spell applies to a large creature or smaller, may it be applied to two smaller than it large creatures? <laughs> okay. Any other rules you want to try bending? Uh-huh. Um, all of them. <laughs> um, Can I come back to life right after I die? <laughs> did that. Did that. Been there, done that. Um, <clears throat> so you're on top of this slightly raised pedestal area. Yep. Uh, Hazelton's right next to you. One wraith is closed in. Amoro are certainly going to close in as well. Um, shoot. Then I'm gonna do uh, five, uh, four, uh, three, uh, I'm, two. I'm gonna do firebolt. Firebolt. Okay, cast away. At the one that uh, Just tried, to, gra- tried to grab Hazelton. All right. That was a 16. 16. It goes wide and misses. How far wide? Wide. <laughs> Probably you gonna, three. You going to move? <laughs> or are you good? Yeah. Um, 
can I grab Mr. Hazleton? And... Yeah, you can half move if you're helping him. Yeah, let's half move the hell out of here. Okay. It's 5, 10, 15 towards the door. The door. Yeah. Okay. That we came through. One, two, three. Done. Hazleton, we must leave. Whoa! Uh, the other wraith over here races across over towards Elmon. He cannot. Oh, he's laughing. That's right. That's what that marker's for. He can do it at the end of his turn. Yes. He he just continues to laugh. Ah, This is so good. (laughs) And then you did not expect that skeletal knight, did you? (laughs) Oh, he critically failed his saving throw. He will not even get a chance on his next turn after that. How's that? He continues to just be enamored in the glory of this victory that has not even begun. The the other wraiths are like, really, Ralph? (laughs) Right now? (laughs) You never take things seriously, Ralph. <laughs> Why did we raise you back? <laughs> uh, the wraith that's been wounded by a couple of you, he races towards the corner to get to Elmon. However, he does pass next to you, Rill, and you can provoke an opportunity attack if you want or save your, your reaction for something else. It'll be uh, a melee attack only. I am... All right, well, he's going to attack Elmon. Okay. Elmon uh, was a 15 to hit you. We miss. All right, these claws come stretching out, and you're able to bat him away with your bow. And the other wraith, one, two, three, is going to do the same thing. I need to check his speed. I feel so loved. Did you oh, want to God. One, two, uh, three, No, four, I actually need to save my... Seven. <laughs> Nice goes stuff. flying across the room, parting the weird blue smoky-like curtains that are drifting down from the ceiling, and also reaches out to Elmon. I wish to impede this with a uh, bardic inspiration on the counter side. On this one right on here? this one right here. This is the reaction base. Okay. And I still have that fortune. All right. Um, so what what does that do? It's a D8 against... Let's uh, see. Rolling... This is vicious mockery? No. You can choose to use this after the creature makes its roll, but before the GM determines the hit or miss. Okay, and what's it called? This is the cutting words. Cutting words. All right, make the roll. Uh, did it hit? I can't tell you that. Uh, before the GM tells you whether it's hit or not. Before the GM determines whether the attack roll succeeds or fails. I'll tell you I rolled a 16. 16? <laughs> if that oh. matters. Oh, Roll it. Good luck. Uh, it's now 10. It's a 10? It reaches out with a 15 to strike a Elmon. <laughs> it had you in its sight, but uh-huh. the bard cutting words. What did you say? <laughs> I probably said, oh, these are the same ones that attacked you before and failed. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Elmon, you're up. Um, so I, according to that, I'm blocked. Am I able to like get through that? The. I uh, know you are blocked. Okay, lovely. Um, well, shit sticks. I will. Actually, let's say you can go diagonal. Okay. Uh, I would like to do that. All right. As far as I can go. How far is that? Uh, well. You're going to proc some opportunity attacks. I know. All right. 
So um, you race between the two of them, and actually, just as you hold on, just as you step out, they're going to get their attacks. Okay. These are at, disadvantage. At disadvantage. This is one of them with a fifteen, yes. and the second one, just black claws swarming. You duck, and a fifteen. That's also good. all right. Wow, those are big attacks too. So I'm going to use my bonus action and dash. Okay, and then move. So, a hundred and five feet. Um, I guess I'm going to go to the far corner of the room. All right. You can just go to the far corner. Nice. Ran to the ah! other side. Boom. And then shoot arrows. <laughs> Who are you shooting? I am going to the one that is still Hunter's Marked. I need you can to get see that him. Hunter's Mark off that guy. All right. Which is going to be through death, hopefully. Um, arrows fly. Yes. And actually, these will be... Ilnorin arrows okay. that are currently flying. Uh, 20 to hit. Hits. Uh, 23 damage. 23. Yep. On the first attack. Big, brutal hit. Uh, it screams and screeches, but is still alive. All right. Second attack. 21 to hit. Hits. Again, this is also an Ilnoran arrow. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 more points of damage. And the wraith goes and fades away into nothing. Fantastic. It is Rill's turn. It will have to be next because I use my uh, bonus. Rill steps close to Puck. And Elmon also shouts, you guys coming? To the race. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Rill then whispers into Puck's ear, uh, you're too close to him. <laughs> and <laughs> so this giant ghost knight. A giant bubble of silver appears around both of us and fades in, and we appear in the uh, corner opposite. Uh, there's also a passage here you guys left open. Okay. Uh, the this corner one. over there. And what are you casting? Dimension door. Dimension door. Huge teleport. You teleport away to the other side of the room. <laughs> I like that. Nice. You're too close to him. You're too close to him. Um, that's that. That's that. Puck, you've been teleported to the other side. There's a wraith um, who's still laughing not too far away, maybe 10, 15 feet away. Uh, yes, there is. Uh, there's also this son of a bitch. I'm going to try and injure him. You have no line of sight on him. Because of the black... Okay. These weird black curtainy things. You got teleported through Those them. Go all the way up. Yep. Okay. You know what I like to think too. For a second, there were two little adventurer shape holes in the black mist. <laughs> like you, like you, you literally traveled. That's a cool visual. If that's true, then we still have line of sight. <laughs> Shrinking. <laughs> um. Okay, then I'll I'll, I'll cast um, Eldritch Blast at the one. The closest one. Closest one. You got it. Uh, yeah. A natural one. Natural one. You blast the Elder Blast, and it kind of just does this weird, sad, farty noise. <laughs> but oh. real <laughs> snaps us back into time. What happens? Uh, as uh, you, what were you doing again? You were Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Uh, the Eldritch Blast takes shape. You see this dark mist coming into you, 
and then it slowly turns blue and washes over your mist, kind of rewinds the moment and allows you to take the shot again. How many of those do you get? Uh, I get one in a reaction period, so it could be Oh, wow. Turn. Wow. On. It's uh, crazy. 13. Uh, uh, misses. But you have to be close. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be close. All right, yeah. done. Uh, I'm going to do some uh, <clears throat> bombs of the summer court on myself. On yourself. Healing yourself. As you do that, a ghost knight charges across the room. One, two, three, four, five, six. Ah, then has to do another move. I'm going to say he can't see us from where he was. He he knows where you're at. Uh, But he does have to do a move move to get there. Okay. And... That's the good news. The wraith... Over there in the corner, uh, Elmon, you race past this wraith. He is going to turn around and fly 60. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. You got to double count diagonals. <laughs> and flies right towards you, Elmon, but has to use all his effort just to get towards you. Mm hmm. Not understanding why he can't get his opportunity in tags. <laughs> he will learn. Right, I'll be on the other side of the room next round. <laughs> and then bursting out of the smoke from the far side of the passage comes a second ghost knight. Comes bursting through, and he charges oh, in. That can't be good. And bursts in towards uh, Mr. Hazelton and Avius. You guys are toe-to-toe with two of these armored guys. And speaking of which, Avius. You got okay. two of these ghost knights right on top of you. Battle axes and shields swinging. Hollow sounds through their armor. Um, oh, here it is. Oh, boy. Um, <clears throat> I half move with Hazelton. Um, That'll trigger opportunity attacks. Uh, on both of you. I Does that change things? Maybe not. Okay. Oh boy. Here we go. I misty step. Leaving Mr. Hazelton. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, the here. Back out to the door you came in. Five. That's a bonus action. That's a bonus action. And then <laughs> I yelled to Hazelton, don't move. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I, I, f- I focus my hand out and my eyes get bright and a flaming sphere appears. Mm. Uh, Where? Right about there. Uh, it should be able to encompass everyone right there. Right here? Yeah. Flaming sphere, a five-foot diameter sphere appears. No, 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 sorry, fireball. Fireball. Yep, sorry, That's fireball. That's entirely different. Do you have line of sight? You sure do. All right, so you're exploding just behind those guys and erupting a fireball to grab the two knights and that wraith. I think all, I think both wraiths. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. What's the radius on the fireball? 
Radius is oh 20. 20. So you can get I'll get those three. These three? Okay. Yep. Boom! Huge fire erupts behind them. Mr. Hazelton's just like, wah! His fire flows over everything. And I need to make some deck saves. Deck saves. This is the ghost knight first one. He, I don't think, did so well. Uh, 13. Nope. Second one completely avoids the fire with a natural 20. Okay. Uh, the Wraith did not do so well either with a 14. Okay. What so, about Hazelton? Uh, Hazelton's fine because I'm assuming you put it behind him. I did. Well behind him. Okay. All right. So it just gets the three. Yeah. Okay. So full damage to two of them. Oh, we roll these two because they fell off the side. Okay. We have six, seven, eight, 12, 17, 27. 27. The ghost knight reels in pain. His black little uh, essence turns fiery red for a moment before returning to its original color. And it seems to shake its head to get the fire off. The wraith that is there, <coughs> you said 27? Yeah. Uh, also took a bunch of damage, but not as much damage as you were expecting. It appears to be somewhat resilient to the fire. Okay. Um, all right. Next up is that very wraith. It is going to whip its head over towards you, Avius. Die! And comes racing out that door right up to you and tries to give you a hug with a 24 to hit. Oh. You are touched. And touched well. You have some sort of reaction you're doing? Maybe. Oh, where is it? Um. I hate to say, wasn't the Misty Step the reaction? No, Misty Step's a bonus step's action. A bonus. Oh, very good. Uh, my re oh, reaction is uh, absorb elements and... What kind of damage? Um, oh, it's hit you. Okay, so that's what we're deciding. I'm telling you what kind of damage then. Yeah. So you have to decide whether or not you do it. I, well, absorb elements depends on... How so? It only absorbs, like, elemental damage, like like uh, cold, fire... I don't have this on there. Uh, yeah, but normally with a reaction, you need to determine <clears throat> whether or not you're going to do it. You do decide. I see. Okay. Uh, then I'm I'm not gonna I'm okay. not gonna risk it. Reaches out and hits you, and cold, life draining energy <laughs> leaves Avius's. So what kind was it? Cold or necrotic? And it does 21 necrotic damage. Damn. You feel weakened. Your <clears throat> knees start to buckle. Make a Constitution saving throw on the old man. Uh oh. I only lost two actual hit yeah. points. Constitution saving throw, please. Constitution save. Oh, seven. Seven. How much damage did you take? Two. Two total damage? Well, yeah. Two net damage. Uh, your maximum goes down by two. Okay. Imagine if you didn't have those temporary oh, points. Oh, I know. It <laughs> <clears throat> is horrific. Uh, all right, you hang on your feet a little bit. It's not that bad. Um, bum, 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 bum. Okay, Sir Laughs-a-Lot the Wraith continues his his insane laughter. Yes! Kill them all! We're winning! Uh, and does not get a save because he critically failed the last one. Uh, and Elmon, you're up. All you're right. in a corner with a Wraith on you. Uh, Elmon will um, travel to the other side of the room again. 
tracing back and forth. I, I love it. Uh, I'm. I. Oh, I will uh, get the attack. opportunity attack at disadvantage. Uh, twenty. Twenty will hit. I rolled a fifteen and sixteen. Yeah. All right, the wraith reaches out and hits you for twenty-one necrotic damage as you race by. Well, that's a lot of damage. It is. Make a Constitution saving throw. Good luck. Good luck. Eight. And you feel weakened. You continue your run, but you're belabored, and you get to the other side, and you're catching a breath. Your maximum hit points have also been reduced by twenty-one. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Elmon will, um... And it hisses and laughs. Not as much as the other guy, but, so. Uh, the... Uh, the knight guy that's on <clears throat> the left there, yep, that yep, one. He's been hurt. closer to Elmon. Yeah, they've both been hurt. No, adjust him. Oh. Nope, because that was my bonus action. Oh, okay. Um, will... Um, is going to take two arrows. Okay. Both of them. He anticipates it and raises his shield to block. More and arrows. Good luck. Sixteen on the first shot. Hits his shield. Second shot about a twenty-eight. <laughs> it hits. You kind of juked him out with it. <laughs> and just, uh, yeah, it was the faint. It was a faint arrow somehow. Up. Yeah. It gets him. Uh, for 12. This is the wounded guy, right? Yeah. 17, 18, 19, 21. 22 Jeez. points of damage. You pierce through his metal arm and pin his left shield arm armor into the armor of his body. And now it's stuck there, his left arm. Excellent. Uh, nice. That was Tell that Morian, one. I'm coming for him. <laughs> Real. All right. <clears throat> You're in a corner with Puck. No guys are right next to you, but it's a tight room. Right. Uh, real. Oh, man, this is not pretty. I, I have to leave you now, Puck. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> no, I have to leave all of you now. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, I uh, Ooh, wait, move what? over to... <laughs> I move over to... Uh, Closer to where ACS is. All right, towards the door. Towards the door. Perfect, thank you. Right there. Uh, I shamble around in my clothes and gently place pl- upon the floor the hourglass. Oh. Nice. Hourglass, can you remind us all about the hourglass? Uh, the hourglass, denoted as the hourglass, the phantom hourglass itself. Uh, radiates a field, uh, I think it was a 10-foot radius, mm-hmm. and it negates the properties as follows. Uh, fear, necrotic, psychic, uh, yeah, those those three. All right. You take this hourglass, you turn it upside down, place it on the ground, you said? Yes. And there is a... Uh, 10 feet, yeah. There's this explosion into this, uh, a faint, gentle explosion uh, (laughs) of about 10 foot diameter uh, out from it of this white little sandy stuff. Ghostly sand just goes out and then gently starts to fall. 
and it lands upon the ground and creating this perfect circle of just light, faint, weird little gravelly sand around it. And you feel there is a great deal of protection going on here. That takes a bonus action to activate. Okay. There's a wraith caught in that too. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, which I'm following, but I am doing... Uh... Oh, and this was the item you found in the vault, right? Yes, yeah, this All was right. the item I found in the vault. Protection immune to necrotic damage and psychic and fear. Perfect. Necrotic. I know where uh, I'm going next. Yeah. <laughs> then it was to one of the knights, uh, the one between the knight and the uh, laughing wraith. Uh, yep. Middle one. The wounded one. Uh, he will suffer the mockery. Vicious mockery. What Vicious is that? Vicious mockery. Uh, it'll 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 come out to uh, what I imagine he's charred all to be damned. Uh, the the armor's not looking so bright anymore for you. He makes a wisdom saving throw. Is that what it a is? A wisdom saving. Throw. Eleven. He fails wisdom saving throw. What does that do? One d four psychic damage, and he's at disadvantage for his following attack rolls. Oh. Takes one point. All right, his next attack roll is disadvantaged. Got it. Puck! Uh, I'm going to move into... And I need to uh, step out real quick. All right. uh, move in into the, uh, uh, the the mist there, or the, the light, the, the sphere of protection. Okay. Whatever it is. And then I'm going to throw a big level five insect plague. These three. <laughs> How big is it? 30 feet. Really? Yeah. Man, I had it much tighter in that previous battle. Nope. Thir- 30 foot radius? 30 foot radius. Wow. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. 20 foot radius. 20 foot. Well, then that's still. So big. Oh, yeah. You can get it. Yeah, right you can still there. get him. And um, maybe back there. 20 foot radius. That would work. Uh, they need to all make a constitution saving throw. Crazy swarming insects almost fill this small room. And the constitution saving throw? Yep. All right. That is a laughing, giggling wraith making a constitution saving throw. Yep. Uh, with a 16. Uh, no. And a knight with a 7 and a knight with a 21. 21 makes it. All right. Uh, he still takes half damage. Half damage. Which will be 12. The other two will take full 24 damage. Nice. And uh, that stays there. And anytime somebody enters that, anyone mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> has to crazy make, looking at has to make a constitution saving throw. All right. That's all right. I can skirt the edge of that Just room. Just wanted to let yep. you know that. Was there, I'm also going to do uh, two more uh, Bombs of the Summer Quarter, so okay. bonus action. Massive amount of swirling insects oh, nice. buzzing through the huge uh, smoky area, uh, attacking these things. What type of damage was that, by the way? Uh, piercing damage. Piercing damage. Yeah. Little bees. Um, that bees. works. That works. Yeah, they all take the damage. All right, the Ghost Knight, who has taken the most damage... When does Hazelton move? Uh, oh, yeah, shoot. I skipped him. Sorry. Hazelton does need to move. Uh, he is going to move. Uh, he's going to do a uh, step back. Careful. Careful step Disengage. Disengage. And then he's going to run beside you. Uh, okay. Um, the ghost knight 
who has taken the most damage, turns and charges towards Elmon since you uh, impaled his shield arm to his torso. Mm-hmm. And he goes one, two, three, four, five, six. Darn it! And takes one more step to get right next to you and cannot get his attack going. Wraith in the corner. Uh, he's going to have to make a constitution throw, right. saving throw. Races through the bees. <laughs> and I don't think it's good. I think it's 11. Uh, 31 damage. is shredded. Tattered wraith going through these crazy natural elements. And is able to get right next to Elmon, but also had to use uh, all of its um, mm-hmm. its main action. Just relying on its opportunity attacks. Uh, he's done. The other ghost knight charges in towards Rill and comes slashing down with his axe with one hand. You ready for this, Rill? N- uh, no. No? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with an eight. <laughs> I'm readier than I thought. Critical hit. Ah, uh, wait. And a 19. Um, can't stop the critical hit. Yeah. I, could, I could do the cutting words on the last attack, uh, which I will do. All right, cutting words. You're going to subtract cutting your word. D8. Yep. What do you say as he brings down the second attack? Third attack. Uh, it's, it's more of a, more of a juke. Okay. <laughs> I, I put up some glasses. Uh, eight minus. Whoa. All nice. right. So he misses criticals and thought he got you with the third one, but doesn't. Uh, the critical is, where is it? A brutal, there's it? Uh, 11 slashing damage. Ah! And would have been 18 necrotic damage. Yeah. He hits you hard and then just kind of looks at his axe as it just looks like a normal axe instead of this cool, badass, black, ghostly, dripping axe that it's supposed to be. He kind of shakes it a little bit, checks the batteries (laughs) on it. Yeah, puts the tip on his tongue, tries to wet it. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Um. I need to uh, roll for uh, concentration on Laughing Boy. Okay. Uh, it's straight con. E, uh, it's 10 or higher. 10 or higher. There is okay. no modifier. Uh, it breaks. Okay. He's grateful for that. Avius, you're up. You're in the doorway you came in. Uh, Hazleton's right next to you. You got a wraith very close to you, and not far away is that knight that just attacked Rill. Right. Um... I guess I'll go after the wraith right next to me, and uh, uh, spell. I'll do arc lightning. Okay. Since since I don't have to roll for at level it. what? Um, just level one. Level one. Yeah. Three quick bolts of lightning zap out. Pew pew pew. Four. Uh, four, four, and three is eleven. Eleven. That's pretty good for that spell. Yeah. Electrical damage. Let me double check and make sure it doesn't keep missing these things. Bum bum bum. It takes half damage from that. Okay. Does take damage. Are you gonna move or are you good? Um. I will move. If I move, is it a? Uh, yeah. 
it'll trigger an opportunity attack. No, I'm and just going to stay no there. I'm going to stay there. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to move. All right. It then reaches out. Okay. Are you in the field I am. range by chance? Yeah. It reaches out with a 24. Okay. And it drains your life and you crumple almost down to your knees in agonizing pain and then just stand up and say, you know, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy protection of the hourglass around you yeah. keeps it from doing damage. I just smile at the wraith. I'm going to give a little bit of pity to the wraith. I'm going to let him do one point of slashing damage to you just because of his claws. Okay. I, I got to right. something. That's, that's fair. Um, okay. And that does All not drain right. your life. Mm. <laughs> However, rising up from laughter, unamused any longer, <laughs> is the wraith who has been dominated by your laughter spell. He slowly rotates around the room to face the halfling. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you! <laughs> okay, it's not for everybody. <laughs> And he comes screaming right at you, and I'm going to give him advantage on this attack and gets a 22 and is just furious as there's no draining. There's nothing. The, the protection of the hourglass continues to block all of this damage. I will let him also do one point of slashing damage. I think he should he take psychic damage for that. <laughs> yeah, the race. Yeah, he moved in. And Elmon, you're up. <clears throat> you got a knight and a wraith against you in the corner and a small hole to run around him. Yeah. Um, I will draw my sword and shield. And I will attack the knight. Fighting the knight. Go for it. 13. Misses. Yep, kind of figured that. And the second. Oh my god, it's even worse. Um, 10. Misses. Okay. Fumbling, okay. desperate, surrounded, real, you can go. Uh. Taunting everyone there. Okay. Just annoying the hell out, just strumming my lute, just banging on it, uh, taunting the it's, knight. It's basically a tenacious D concert. <laughs> you're weak, you're feeble. And same with the Wraith and laughing back at him with his jokes. All right. Even trying to get the attention of the Wraith behind me. You are infuriating them for sure. Make a performance roll. Let's see how infuriating you are. I'm adding your DM inspiration. Okay. This is just me being bravado, all this fun stuff. Whoa. It's going to be a critical failure. It's just going to be nice. Uh, it will be low. <laughs> let's, uh, let's see. 18. Yeah, <laughs> 18 is low? Uh, that was uh, a three on my normal roll. And you, and and you still a three got a, for a DM inspiration. And you still got an 18. Still got an 18. That's incredible. Uh, all right, you are absolutely uh, aggravating. You are the carrot top of bards right now. <laughs> um, all right, you're good. No spells, nothing. Um, he's just being an, an aggravating. Puck. Um, going to move. Yeah, move right next to. Right next to Real and uh, lay some hands on him and do a level three 
cure wound. Big this heal. Is... Can I interrupt that? Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, if that happened, which it did, uh, then that other one wouldn't work. No, you can yell something, or I don't know how you want to handle it. Uh, before he casts, no, 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 not now. You hear a okay. a a uh, a desperate rill <laughs> holding up a hand, warning you not to heal him. Before I move or after? Him? After you I'm move. Gonna blow. <laughs> um. Well, uh, then it. then at don't that night it. there, I'm going to uh try this damn Eldritch Blast. An Eldritch again. Blast again. With a 24. Blasted with magical energy. Whoa. And uh, 10. 10 oh. points of damage. That's pretty that's good. That's a 20. Cantrip. That's yeah, a, I know. That's a two. <laughs> he gets hit. Definitely still standing. The ghost knight who is right next to you, Elmon, um, is just... If he could laugh, he would at your feeble attacks you just tried to make mm-hmm. with your uh, rapier. And he brings his axe down upon you. Uh, oh, man, that's not handy. Um, with a 13, 20, 23. Final two hit. Boom, slash, slash. You are hit for a total of 14 slashing damage and 20 necrotic damage. Are you taken down? No. No. Nope. Still in the fight. Brutal hits. And done. Necrotic comes from the top. Does it only come from the top, or does it eat the bottom <laughs> points? No, that's a wraith special ability. Oh, that's a wraith. Wraith special. Oh, God, ability. it was like, jeez. Uh, the one of the wraiths moves away. If you want to make a melee. Reach. <laughs> yeah. Opportunity attack, Avius. With the staff of detect magic, you can. Um, I have my um rod of heroine. Uh, that's not a reaction. That would be an action for you. I'm just right now. You have a quick opportunity if you want. Okay. To try and smack him. Uh, I thought I had the rod in my hand. Oh sure, you can yeah. do that too. Um, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, the two-handed attack. <laughs> this rod of heroine. All right. That's gonna be um, that's gonna be a nine. All right, <laughs> you th- you do a great blow and everything, but it all happened like three seconds after it. Lasts. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I get an attack. <laughs> uh, it flies away. The wraith flies away from that doorway, the crowded area around that hourglass, and backs up, flying, and hovers a little bit higher in the room, and looks at uh, the device at Rill's feet. That hourglass. What is this? and is dumbfounded. The ghost knight that is right next to Rill is attacking you, Rill, with brutal damage. (laughs) And swings and misses and swings and misses and swings and misses. (laughs) He's so furious. Die, why won't you die? Ah. I'm telling you, that thing needs to take some damage. Uh, Avius. Oh, it's my turn. Um, You're relatively safe for now. I am. I'm going to do, what do I have? I'm going to do, that's not going to work, that's not going to work, that's not going to work. 
Oh, let me try this. Let me try this chromatic... Oh, do I have it? I hate having limited speed. Arc lightning. Arc lightning again? Yeah. Go for it. On whom? The one that backed away. Uh, the wraith over here? Yeah. You cannot even see him. You can't see through that blank stuff. Oh, I can't. The, uh... The, the, the knight. The knight? Go for it. Four, five, and... Two is... Twelve, Eleven again. Eleven points of damage? Alright, unlike the wraith, the knight takes all of that damage and is zapped across his armor. He crackles in the lightning. Mr. Hazelton, speaking of crackles, tears open a rift into the uh, f air and starts flipping through his book. <laughs> that's his big action. <laughs> Wait, um, that kind of makes sense. And he starts flipping, and I'm going to give him an arcana roll. Critical success what? Mr. Hazelton. What makes sense? I recognize it. Ah, we must go further in down that uh, other passage on the other side. There's a, a crystal that must be destroyed or more will keep coming. Well, then let's go. Ah, and he charges across the room. Oh. Oh, he's a fast little fucker. And <laughs> he... Uh, Temporarily, until he gets opportunity attacked. Oh, sorry, just one. I'll just take the highest uh, one. I hate to be an asshole here. Oh, he charges into the bugs. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He probably wouldn't have done He that. does. He oh, doesn't. He, he's excited. So he races past hey, the ghost Hey, stop. I'm Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> he's like He's like Martin Short on, on Lucky when... That and he like blows up and yeah. remember uh, that he's in the back of that 172 oh, and like no. I'm fine. He races past the ghost knight. The ghost knight swings and misses, and Mr. Hazelton goes, "Aha! I avoided it!" And he backs up into this giant sphere of bitey flying insects. I mean, he still gets the full distance though, right? Oh, uh, he may stop here. Go ahead and make a roll. <laughs> he may stop. Oh, he is making constitution. Constitution saving throw. He is excellent at this. Minus two. He got a six. He has a m oh god. Uh, 29. 29. Oh, no, 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 and no. Mr. No, Hazelton no, no. disappears into the darkness. <laughs> oh no, 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 you no. Hear no other cries of no, battle. No, no, no. You cannot see him between bugs and darkness. Oh, we need to fix this. <laughs> we need to fix this. <laughs> Avis gets serious all of a sudden. Uh, there is just a... just paid attention to me in the beginning. There is a wraith right next to you, Elmon, and it reaches out. Mm -hmm. You will die, Elmon. Yeah. No, he won't. Oh, my goodness. Guess again. Um, what would you like to have happen to this wraith, Elmon? He rolled a critical failure. Um, so he swipes and Elmon's shield comes up and it just glances off uh, the shield and the claws sink into the knight Ooh. right beside him. The knight right beside him is the most wounded one, takes 21 damage, only has 20 left. Elmon, continue your description of this scene. <laughs> the, uh, oh. the undead knight thing um, is gleefully staring at Elmon after his pitiful <laughs> attack. 
And then the look of sudden shocked surprise as the wraith basically wraps himself around the knight and starts draining whatever essence out of him he can. Um, and it just kind of withers up like um, uh, like the scene uh, from Lord of the Rings, Sauron, whenever um, they cut the ring off and he just sort of folds up oh, himself. Oh, crunching just, in. Yeah, starts oh. just to crunch in and, and just withers and... All of his armor just rattles down to the ground. All right. Um, great. He is dead. Elmon, you're in a far corner, only with that wraith now. The last wraith can go, and it's right next to you, Rill. And it also is confused. What is this? And it is flying past you. Puck, do you have any opportunity attack you can make? Uh, I don't have any weapons drawn. Okay. Uh, go touch it. Like, smash it with my shield, maybe. Just make a roll. Ten. Oh, uh, you missed. Um, <laughs> it flies over your head, Rill, and reaches out and grabs onto the uh, hourglass to smash it, and it cannot grasp it. Its ethereal hands pass right through, and it tries, <laughs> and it tries, and it tries. No! And Elmon, you're next. Elmon will. Got a wraith right in your face. Yeah. I'm going to just um, laugh as I stomp on the metal uh, armor plating that used to be the uh, knight. Um, Tell him, good job. As I race around the corner heading towards um, where Dumbass said to um, destroy the crystal. All right, there's a bunch of bees in the way. Um, It covers the whole thing? Yes, that's the center point. Yeah, it's a big area. It's a huge... It's a constitution saving throw. Still a shit ton of damage. Crap ton of damage. You know you could dispel that. It's not my turn. Well. <laughs> well, actually, I did not realize that. So you can hold your turn. <clears throat> yeah, you can delay your turn. Yes. Okay. I'll just I let will you hold delay. it. All right, real, you're up. Um. Puck's not going to dispel it. Oh, real stays put. Um, bu-bu-bum. You got five seconds. Four. How much damage does you? Three. Two. A lot. 40, 10, 40, One. Uh, real will, uh, real two will be running past the bees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Skirting it as much as possible. All right. Rill runs around and tries to get there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten. I think is your max. Make a constitution saving throw. Uh, constitution saving throw. A natural 20. Whoa! <laughs> and he just blends God. in perfectly. The bugs part like the Red Sea, and you are going through I it without any problems. just imagine him, like, rolling and ducking, <laughs> like, bees ah, flattering. Ah, no, yeah. bees! <laughs> Smacking them every now and again. I was, nice. I was born in a colony. Uh, <laughs> with this natural 20, is there any way I, I know could queen. grasp and pull out Mr. Hazelton in the midst of this craziness? Um, no. Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, Elmon. Uh, I'm sorry, not Elmon. Puck. Puck. Uh, I will um, 
Send the bees on their way. All right, that huge swarm in the room finally dissipates. There's a few lagging ones that buzz around. We, we, <laughs> we put Hazelton back, please, so we can see him. Sure. Is he? he is he there? Uh, you can was... see his foot sticking out of the black smoke that drapes down from the ceiling. Okay. Giant bee chewing on his leg. <laughs> uh, nobody's next to me. Um, <clears throat> I will grab the hourglass. Okay. And run. Um. Okay. Well. Go ahead. No, fine. Yeah, do it. Uh, would you do me a favor? Could you return Rill to his original place? <laughs> and thank you. What? We're fine. Describe, uh, that makes no sense. <laughs> uh, just, uh, with, uh, with what I had done before. Uh-huh. It, it. So you're back next to me? Uh, yes. More or less. So with a poof, Rill appears right next to you again. Confusingly. Hmm. Yes, very confusingly. <laughs> um... Uh, that is Puck the standing next to you. Yes. Can I see, do I know if it's you or if it's a double? Or? You, it looks the exact same. Okay. Um. So that, what well, uh, so we have to retcon the concept that no one saw you going through those bugs then. That's what. No. You're saying your, your invisible self went running through there. Yes. S- so then they didn't see you because you're invisible. Correct. And we described it as everyone saw you running. So I'm saying we have to retcon that no one saw you go uh, in there. Yeah, That's all. Okay. Oh, uh, why? Well, sure. Okay. okay. All right. Just trying to figure it out. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, let's do maybe this as your clone then. There we go. So we have a image, an illusion of Rill still uh, standing right over that hourglass. And, nobody knows that. And an invisible one. Who was trying to get the attention of every creature that was there. An invisible <laughs> one who's running across the room trying to get into the yeah. other chamber. Well, then if uh, Rill is still next to me, I'm not going to I'm not gonna take off running. I'll leave the hourglass where it's at, and I will uh, roll a um, uh, Eldritch Blast at the night. Okay, go for it. With a 15. I don't know about that. Stand by. 15. Oh, 16, excuse me. 16 to hit is a miss. Okay. Uh, Elmon, you're up. Um, if you want. Yeah, I, I do want. Um, I'm going to, because I have no idea where is in the hallway. I'm probably going to run over him. Um, <laughs> I will haul ass around the corner. Just crazy running? Yep. All right, here comes an opportunity attack from the wraith. Yep. Uh, 10. And then around the corner through the mist or whatever. 40 more feet to go. Yeah, I just keep on going until I hit something. You go through the mist. There is a small circular chamber beyond, almost spherical chamber. And inside you can see there is a uh, three blackish crystals that are rotating in the midair that are, I'm sorry, sorry, four crystals that are rotating in the air, (laughs) crackling a bit. And uh, 
One of them is crackling really, 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 really loudly and sparking is very loud electrical noises. I will smash the shit out of that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You smash like crazy. You need to make a dexterity saving throw as it erupts in necrotic blasting energy. Awesome. Good luck. Twelve. Twelve. You take 18 points of necrotic damage. But there is no life-draining concept to this damage. You are blasted across this small spherical chamber. Mm. And then the rest of you here from uh, in your main area here, you hear screams of what? No, no! And all three of the remaining wraiths move instantly and are pulled back into their original positions and take the forms of generic little columns of gently flowing energy. And you can turn Elmon on his side. I had you. Um, I am. You were keeping track, so. Yeah. Oh no, I'm down. Elmon's unconscious. What did What did you have me at? Yeah, you had nine. Oh no. Okay. Negative two. All right. <clears throat> uh, all the race, the remaining three races are now just these gentle little columns of black Hopefully energy. Maybe the group can hear a, a, a very meek. Need a little help. <laughs> <laughs> and also the curtains of black energy that were in this room all drip down and fade away into the floor and disappear. So there's perfect line of sight except for three of these cylinders. Okay. And then what about the night? The night is kind of just looking around a little bit, like where'd everybody go? Uh, he's still there, standing strong, and he actually gets to go. He is going to turn and run. Six. Ah. Six. Fuck. Runs Fuck through me. the room. Wasn't next to me. Uh, oh, really? And charges after Elmon, the unconscious Elmon, lying on the ground, and raises his battle axe to kill and finish off Elmon. Uh, but he can't get there. He had to use all his effort to get there. Uh, he can't deal the blow oh, this shit. turn. Did he yeah. skip past uh, Rill? Sure did. The invisible Rill. The invisible Rills will break and he will take an opportunity attack. Okay. Make some sort of melee attack. What's in your hand? A rupier. Okay. To get advantage from He's invisible. Sure. Guy didn't even see him there. <laughs> advantage. Advantage? Yeah. All right. And Avius, you're next. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. 26. That definitely hits. Yeah, I haven't rolled for this in a long time. Holy cow. Is that? Yeah, it does say that. an invisible creature has advantage rolls. There we go. Seven damage. Seven damage. <laughs> does not slay the ghost knight, does but you slay. get some damage into him. Think. Avius. Um... I'm going to do... The image of Rilla is now gone. Uh, I'm going to do one more fireball. Fireball. Yep. What? Okay. Uh, I'm going to cast it. I'm going to... I can still see... Yes. The knight. Yep. Yeah, and he's... I mean, that this is a truncated distance right there, right? No, he's, this he's is... further down. This is the distance. That's all? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, yeah. If you chuck a fireball, you're going to be hitting friendlies one way or the other. Ah. You in those tight spaces with the fireball. I know. Damn it. Um, 
Well, um, I'll just do arc lightning then. Arc lightning. Range is good, I believe. Yeah. More lightning zaps out. Minor Three, damage, but guaranteed hit. Three. Twelve. Twelve. He's lit up from behind. It is a new round. Elman, Elmon, Yabael, you mm -hmm. need to make a death saving throw. A flat ten or higher, please. Yep. No, you have one death saving throw against you. One mark. If you take three, you are dead. Rill. Uh, Rill. Realize the night up and down and concocts the most glorious of puns. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Something he will appreciate and savor forever in his own life uh, as I uh, unleash uh, hideous laughter upon him. Hideous laughter against him. This is wisdom. It is wisdom based, yes. Uh, 15. He will not succeed oh. and he will succumb. He uh, drops to the ground, uh, incapacitated with bizarre, metallic, haunted laughter. Um, nice. Uh, Puck, you're on the far side of the room. Yeah. Um, 30. And uh, I'm going to cast, um, right? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. Um, uh, four bombs of the summer court at Elmon. From there? 120 20. feet. Oh. And what does this look like with your casting through the incapacitated it's knife? It's uh, a little, uh, uh, like white balls of, uh, of energy. Like a pew, 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 pew. Okay. <laughs> Ping pongs of healing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's eight, eight. You have your necklace too. Uh, that is true. I haven't used that yet, so I'm gonna re-roll this. Okay. So it's either eight or oh, um, twelve. Twelve. I'll take twelve. And Elmon, you are healed and no longer unconscious. The knight loses his turn, <laughs> wrapped in joy. Then. Oh. Tries to rise to his feet and comes to his senses. Oh, with a 19. He doesn't find it funny anymore. Stands up and hefts his axe, ready to crush Elmon. Missed his opportunity. Great, uh, great spell, Rill. And Avius, you're up. You're far away. Yeah, probably just save me from getting killed. Again. Um, <laughs> fair enough. All right, Avius is going to do a level four arc lightning. So that's an additional... Three, so six. Six dice. Six dice. All right. Not my so saving he has game. to do this with two hands instead of one. Okay. Because he only has five fingers on each hand. So with both hands, he aims and arcs of lightning go three, <laughs> six, 11, 13, 18, 21. 21. Nice. Huge lightning. You light him up. He's zapped. He is not losing focus, though, on Elmon. Speaking of which, it is your turn, Elmon. You are on the ground, prone, with this knight over you, with just a few hit points remaining. Bonus action. Yes. Uh, is going to be quaffing a potion of greater healing. All right. Which is 44 plus 4. 
three, six, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So more. laying on your back, you take a quick beverage break. Mm-hmm. And half of my move will be to stand up. All right. I did have my sword and shield out. And so my action will be to act. Yeah, attack the knight. Stabby, stabby. Yep. I'm getting stabby with it. Uh, so that'll be 21 to hit. Hits. Or nine. Uh, hold on. Nope. Hold on. 12 points of damage. All right. You puncture right through him. He's still standing and staggering. That was 12? Yep. And with the flourish, uh, despite my near mortal wound. <laughs> second strike. Still being Elmon, I will take my second strike out. And that will be a 27 to hit. Is a hit. He is on the verge of death. This could save your life again. Eight points of damage. Eight brutal points of damage. Another huge hit. And the ghost knight is still standing. Oh. Wow. We have Rill. Then we have Puck. And then this ghost knight is going to do triple attacks on Elmon. I think the first one will knock him down. The other two, if they hit, will finish him off. So good luck. We have Rill and Puck up. Rill, you're up. Uh, Rill. A little help here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's taking a lot of lightning damage for sure. Uh, Rill uh, has a familiar tune. It strums, and then he slaps hard the instrument causing the note to just stop quickly <laughs> and then ding and it just becomes this shrill and you can see the knight's armor start to glow a little red a little red redder redder, yeah. redder, redder as he succumbs or at least his armor does to heat metal heat metal and i can cast this at a higher level i will do so i will cast it at third level at third level yep so he is now enjoying 3d8 points of fire damage as his very armor that he exists in is heated up red hot. Oh, that's not good. Just rolling out. Yep. Hoping for another one. Yep. Three points of damage. With three... <laughs> Points of damage. <laughs> Did I get the knight sizzles and smokes in flame? <laughs> he has four at the start oh. of your turn. He has one <laughs> remaining. Yeah. Oh my god! I cannot believe that whiffed like it just did. Oh, that was brutal. All right, Puck, god. you're up. <laughs> you're the last hope for Elmon. And this one hit point knight will do triple battle axe against Elmon's soft elven face. <laughs> Man. Um, Don't miss. Yeah. Uh, my, I'm limited as to what? Yeah, Eldritch Blast. Two. <laughs> With a 18. 18? I'm going to double check. That's close. The Eldritch Blast fires across. Elmon looks desperate. And shoo, the Ghost Knight has an armor class of 19. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> me. Shite. Um, <laughs> yes. Attack. There's nothing I can do. Four more D6 isn't going to help you. Probably. Yeah. Well, uh, but I'll do, I'll do it. Sure, yeah. I'll it's, do uh, four more action. 
four more bombs of the summer court as a bonus action. Oh, to heal him. Uh, to heal him. Y you still have those like, available? Yeah. Is the last of it? No, I got one left. All right. This. Um, wow. That's pretty good. Uh, heal. 15. 15. 15 more? Yep. I'm on the seat. That puts me at 42 hit points. Oh, that's a uh, huge heal. Huge. Uh, all right. Ghost Knight. 42? Yeah, 42. Oh, you're, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't hit your, your when you uh, Yeah, because I did the potion, potion of greater Yeah, you missed the healing potion. Great, you're uh, in good shape then. Sorry, uh, no, I, I, I don't want to say it. Is that necrotic damage that was taken before off the top? Uh, no, I have a maximum of 50. Three. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was just checking. All right. All right, the ghost knight brings down his axe for a 22. Yeah, that'll hit. And a 25. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then critically misses. Okay. So the 22, let's deal with the 22 and the 25 and see what happens there, shall we? The 22, the first hit is 7 slashing and 10 necrotic, so 17 points of damage. Okay. We're the, with you, Elmon. The second hit hits you for 17 points of damage. Uh -huh. Are you still standing, I, Elmon? I am. How many hit points you have left? Uh, Hold on. Calculating. So that's 34. Eight. Eight left. The third strike comes down. He critically misses, and with one hit point left... Elmon, describe how this combat ends. <laughs> um, the final, Elmon will takes one hit with the axe, the second hit with the axe, is down on his knees. The third axe strike comes down, like Elmon looks like he's done for. The shield comes up, blocks it, um, and Elmon just drives the the his his sword straight up through his groin, coming coming up through the vast majority of his body, and it just lets him fall over. And then Elmon promptly himself falls over. <laughs> <laughs> and the last combatant dies, and it's quiet again in this chamber. So when one crystal exploded, the other three kind of lost their oomph as well uh nope they're slowly rotating they're still rotating Elmon. okay um uh, f uh puck's gonna do some healing first if that's all right yeah 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 we're out of combat whatever you want to do he's gonna run hit the uh mr hazelton, hazelton thank you with the uh level three yeah level three <laughs> how valuable are you <laughs> um for 17 Ooh, wow. and then um, run up to Elmon and throw a level 4 your way sir. wow you have a lot of spells left I do I've been doing nothing with that cantrip oh that the thing was a cantrip the elders blast oh elder he's uh, made stingy so we can keep the heels yeah. ready I like 26. it 26 yeah. I like 26. it 26 yes sir so that'll put me at 34 and I'm going to cast a level 3 uh healing on myself as well all right so it's plus your spell modifier right yep so i have a spell attack of plus five is that what my spell modifier is uh no that includes your, just be your intelligence then e or I wisdom thought i had a oh yeah wisdom so it's uh, plus one yeah okay and that's total not per per die total right? okay that's 13 more God, per die with a healer Maybe, <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it is intelligence. Uh, back up to 47. Wow. 
think it is intelligence. Uh, it, it's based it on the it's based on the class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mr. Hazelton, his eyes blink. He kind of stirs. Charge! <laughs> Avius runs up to him, kneels down. Are you ready for adventure? <laughs> oh, we've got to stop the crystals. Yes, yes. Uh, they uh, will reform. Come along, come along. The ghosts. Come along. Ah. Yes, and Avius helps him up. He and hobbles. We walk down the hall. Okay. And I'm on stepping away from the other crystals. Did you? Did <laughs> they uh, have to be destroyed? Yeah. Did you ever figure out what the plaque was? What you guys were fiddling around with? When we have you not know? yet. Okay. Mm-mm. Just make sure you remember. Instead of doing what Elmon wanted, which was kind of taking care of what was about ready to attack us, just again, just mentioning that, you know, throwing that out there. (laughs) Give him a break. He lost some maximum hit points. He's allowed to Um, (laughs) win. I I would say justifiably complaining at this point. Amos and Hazelton walk up to the crystals. All right, so you're in that little antechamber. Mm-hmm. There are three crystals uh, that are slowly rotating Is there rotating a gap around. where the fourth was? Uh, there's a Is gap it obvious? in the, in the okay, gap. That, that and there's also a ring of scarred, damaged walls where the explosion from that happened. Okay. Now outside of that. There's an <laughs> elven-shaped gap. <laughs> like a head gap. A stunned-looking shape. Mr. <laughs> Hazelton says, yes, we must destroy these. And how? And he reaches out and grabs one. And he takes damage. This dude is more hasty than I am. And he's still alive and lets go and it continues to float. Don't touch them. Yes. uh, Duh. <laughs> Use one of your magic spells. Well, uh, get, let me think. Uh, everyone, everyone, clear the room. Try clear the room. The, uh, lightning. Clear the room, everyone, including you, Hazelton. And he backs away, and it is just Avius. Um. While you figure that out, one of the things for somehow I was thinking Avius was going to do at the start of this battle, as you're swarmed and Hazelton and Avius are swarmed, I thought. For a second, you were going to cast, because you were grinning, that Otaluk's impervious sphere on him and just roll him away. I... <laughs> I, I that would the sphere was about to come out. Not on Hazelton, oh, though. all right. Yeah. Um, cast oh. it on him and roll him into the battle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Avius I... contemplates. Mr. Wizard, move move out of the way. Wait, uh, uh, hold on. Stop. Hold on. Fill the room with bees. Yeah. Um, if I do counterspell, will it apply to all three crystals? Counterspell is when a spell is being actively cast. You, yeah, dispel, if I do dispel magic, dispel will magic. it apply to all three crystals? Uh, no. Okay. I'm going to... Go ahead. Avius is about five feet away from him, Puck, if that affects your decision at all. I'm just going to try it on one of the crystals to spell magic level three. Okay. Um, you are not able to automatically dispel it. You need okay. to make a roll adding your spell casting modifier. Okay. Versus its level. For me, is that spell attack? My spell casting modifier? No, no. It's what? It's was. No, it's spell attack, I believe. Okay. Uh, I'm going to double check. Uh, let's double check before you roll. Hold on. Dispel magic. Uh, plus the d- spellcasting ability. I'm sorry, it's DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. So you cast a level three, so you're adding plus three. Okay. Yeah. So you're rolling a, 
that and adding. Oh no, hold on. I have that. Hold it. So sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're, the spell of yeah. the crystals level is the DC uh, I need to beat. And plus this crystals. Make level. an ability check with your spell casting ability. So that would be intellect for you. Okay. Roll that. Yeah, okay. All right. So that's my same as my spell attack. Right. Okay. It's 15. 15. You cast a spell magic and nothing happens okay. to the magical crystal. Well, um, I'm out of, I'm out of ideas. Come here. Step out of the room, and I'm on Draws's bow. Okay. Oh. And let's just brute force this, and Elmon will fire an arrow straight at one of the crystals. All right, you fire an arrow, and you erupt a crystal, and it blasts away, and you do it again, and it blasts away, and you fire a couple arrows, and they have all been destroyed and shatter. The sound is again muffled because it's in a different space than you for some reason. And as you turn around behind you, you see there are uh, three of the beams of light that descend the grayish pillars. pillars. Um, They uh, whisk away and go flying out the door you guys came in and dance out of the room. What do you make of that? What just happened, old man? Um, uh, let me continue to look here. And he goes back to the plaque in the middle of the room and resets everything. supposed to, like, He's know an stuff. idiot. <laughs> well, he has his books. <laughs> uh, so he goes to the plaque. Yeah. After some time, he and looking at his book through the rift, it, uh, it's... Uh, not quite clear, but it appears these are uh, uh, ghostly um, uh, minions of some sort that must be kept here. They, if slain, will keep reappearing, reappearing if they have uh, their crystals intact. Um, so where do they go when we, after we destroy the crystals? Where'd they go? Uh, that's not clear, but it, what is clear is it says that the crystals are fragile and should not be harmed or the creatures are no longer located uh, and imprisoned here within the main warrens. I'm going to kill this guy. Uh, oh, kill, wait, who, you were the one who... Destroyed him after being told to destroy him. By, yes, yes, yes. It, 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 it all makes sense here. Uh, the, the theme so far has been imprisonment, right? Oh, we have escaped this, escaped that, uh-huh. and the prisoners. The, it makes sense now. So let's not break any more crystals and uh, uh, take everything he says with a grain of salt. Well, he he was conjecturing at that point. To be fair, he had not had a chance to. It was right in front of us the whole time. We we should have seen it. <laughs> but we were fighting. We didn't have a chance to read the placard. So now there are three ghost-like apparitions running around. Most likely, will make their way quickly to the breach, and make their way into the city. Someone needs to know. <sighs> Well, we were planning on going back after this anyway, yes? Yeah, what's what's down where those crystals were? Is there anything else in that room? Nope. Is there's no passageways or anything? So we kind of hit a dead end here. Correct. Right? All right. 
Be like, yeah, I need to. I, um, Puck hands Rill the hourglass. Oh, here you go, sir. I think it's time for us to get the hell out of here. I tuck it away. And... Um, okay. As we leave this room, I cast, once everyone's out, I cast Arcane Lock. On the door. On the door. All right. Um, and then I walk over to the silver door, close it, and cast Arcane Lock on that as well. All right. Sealing things up. Yeah, and a password to that. Is it the same as the last time? Don't tell Chuckle Butt over here. Who's Chuckle Butt? The Mr. Hazelton. Yeah. I uh, I don't tell anyone for now. <laughs> the password is Mr. Hazelton. Yeah. <laughs> I don't tell anyone for now. I just do it. Very good. All right, you guys head out, right? Uh, other than the sealed door, we have explored everything there is to explore. Well, correct. And there, yeah. And uh, there are no the other exits I have described yes. for you to go through. Yes. Okay. That's a loaded statement. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but for now, that's fine. Yeah. No. And I need to get back up to. I I I need to get rid of. Uh, you and um, you and Avius both. Yeah, I need to get back up to my max hit points. Oh, okay. Uh, me too. Need some and, resting. And I need some spell slots. All right. Yeah. You guys then head out and uh, go back out of the cut, the breach into the Bainwarren's wall, through the tunnels, and uh, climb out into the city. As, as we're going, I want to have a conversation with Hazleton. All right. So you're walking through the city. It's bizarre. It's just starting to become nightfall. There's people going about their days, have no idea what's going on beneath the streets. Um, Hazelton. Mm, yes. Um, as you can see, I believe uh, I, we're up against some very, very strong magic. Um, you need to have uh, your people prepare. Uh, however you think best, they uh, can prepare to support uh, the battle that will certainly be coming. Uh, you are looking at the results of that uh, preparation. Uh, so it's just you? We are not battle casters like yourself. Uh, I understand. Uh, we have provided the information that brought us here with our divinations and my knowledge of what has what we have seen within the Bane Warrens. Okay, okay. Uh, and as we're leaving, um, I should get some rest myself. I took quite a beating from my bold charge across the room. Right. Uh, yes, uh, go take a nap. And... Elted by B. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if you glean additional information... My concern, once again, are these cultists that have somehow breached the impossible sealed door and are deeper into the inner vaults. If you have more information, summon me and I will be there for you. Is there, um, is there perhaps an easier way to summon you than to go into, uh, the... A good day! Spoon of brass. And he disappears. I don't think we need to worry about summoning him ever again. Uh, I think at some point. I think we're gonna need him. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of help here. And he le he left in the middle of me talking to him. How rude! <laughs> he opened the breach underneath him and. <laughs> <laughs> good day. I said good day. 
All right, you guys head back to your manor and rest. On our way, we didn't see any... Many ghouls. <laughs> there were no race, very limited amounts of ghouls. <laughs> Only three. And you guys spend the night at your manor and recover. So you get back, um, I think everyone gets back all their health, essentially. Does my maximum hit points go back? Your maximum hit points do come back. And we will stop there for tonight. <laughs>